I knew that that was something I needed to have in All right, like in Nuclear Heart, which is- They're all clearing the house of information. None other than one of those very heroes. So, for those who don't know, I'd like you to take a couple minutes. Are you, are you originally from the Charleston area? And a youth in South Carolina. Yeah, I'm raised here. Hey, well, my name's Alex. Um. <laughs> is when the Emmanuel seeks to spread uh, love and Mic check, one, two, one, two. We are in the building, let's go. Hello world and welcome back to Real Talk with Rajan where nothing's off limits. You could have been anywhere in the world but you are here with me and I appreciate that. I am your host, Rajan Lewis. Now, here on Real Talk with Rajan, everything's debatable so on any given week, we could be discussing anything from sports, the music, the politics. You name it, we'll discuss it. Now. For those who are new to the show, Real Talk Rajan also has a goal of shining a light on the great things that are happening all across the country. We used to call this the local celebrity spotlight, but something funny happened during COVID-19 and we realized that we didn't have to limit ourselves to the low country. So today we have expanded our reach to Washington, D.C. to bring in national motivational speaker, uh, motivational artist, if you will, entertainer, educator, Mr. Brian Heath. Thank you so much for joining me, sir. Thank you, brother. I appreciate being here, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Please, for those who do not know who you are, please introduce yourself to the audience. First of all, man, thank you, Raison, uh, for the platform, bro. You know, uh, we, we need, in the time we're in right now, we need positive platforms, so I appreciate you. Um, Brian Heat, uh, motivator, educator, uh, author, father, uh, multifaceted, um, but uh, originally from the Pittsburgh area, but I've been rocking and rolling in D.C. since about the early 2000s, and, uh, man, I had a phenomenal time, man, chasing dreams, impacting lives. Mm, okay, so just just to give them a little bit of background, because I do know you come from a, a background of education. Can you talk yes. about about the journey from you know where you're from, how you went through education, just to get to where you are now? Absolutely, man. You know, I I I, I say I'm the product of two households. My my mom and dad were together, but my dad was in business and my mom was an educator. So I kind of got got the best of both worlds growing up. Uh, my mom was a part of a program. She ran a program called Upward Bound. Mm -hmm. And Upward Bound is for first-generation college students. So my sister and I grew up in an environment where we saw my mom changing lives. So that kind of guided me into education. Mm -hmm. But my father, our conversation would be about business and entrepreneurship and, and, and that capacity. So as I got older, I had appreciation for both, but I really developed my career in terms of my nine to five as a teacher. And uh, I went to South Carolina State, HBCU. Okay, uh, it was known creating great teachers. And uh, since then, again, about 15 to 20 years in the classroom, middle school, uh, high school, now the college level at Prince George Community College. Wow, wow. So you, you really matriculated through it first, going through the actual school and then going back and teaching through all the schools. So I'll ask you this, of the three, uh, you know, I mean, you're in college now. So like of those levels, what's your favorite level to teach? My favorite level would probably be the impact. It's tough, man, because I love middle school because it's very influential. But I would say the college level. Mm. The college level, these guys, their minds are ready. Uh, they're ready for my intensity. They're ready for my push. Um, and you're really shaping that mind that's prepared to go out into the workforce yeah. or transition to a four-year institution. So I think I love the college, the college lane the best. All right. So, and you also were a principal, correct? Yes, principal, vice principal, dean of students, 
classroom teacher, coach. That's I crazy. I did it all, bro. That's crazy. So you know, I also come from a background of education. I taught fourth that's and fifth right. grade. So that's like right. that's that that's in my heart. Like I, I love. That's one reason that 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 I really look up to you. Uh, you know, in in your position, because no matter how you've you matriculated and how you moved up, you've all you've never forgotten the stuff that came with it and the things that people needed. So shout out to you for that, man. Um, let's talk about uh, your books. Let's talk about your books because I want to go from the book to the, to the speaking aspect. The, the, I really want to dig into the speaking stuff because you know how I feel about that. But uh, let's talk about your books. What, what, tell us about your books. You, you have two books, correct? I have two books. Um, now, the first one to me came by accident. Uh, the first book is called Beautiful Power, A Love Letter to Black Women. And at the height of... Um, loving hip hop, I was sitting with my then girlfriend, we were on a couch watching TV, and I'm watching loving hip hop and I'm seeing girls smack each other, throw drinks into the faces, curse each other out. It was like a really toxic environment. And I kept saying to myself, as a black man, I don't like to see my sisters depicted in such negativity over and over again. Mm -hmm. I know it's entertainment, but I would begin to see the same behaviors on the show in mm. my real life students. So yeah. I knew it was having an impact. So I said, Brian, what if you came with a concept where you were able to write a love letter to black women telling them from a brother's perspective, the only book that had been out before then kind of similar was think, act, think like a man, act like a woman. Uh -huh. is, that, is that correct? Uh -huh. Yeah, act like a lady, think and like so, a man. But that book was really telling black women, <clears throat> you really want to think like a man to get ahead. Mm. And it was from a man, my frat brothers, you know, yeah, yeah. it was from a man telling a woman, if you want to get ahead, you have to act like this. I didn't want to write a book like that. My mm -hmm. book was purely about my love, respect, and admiration for black women. So that's why it's called The Love Letter. But to give it that woman's voice, I went out and interviewed over 100 women between the ages of 18 and 75 to ask about self-love, relationships, education, uh, working balance, all that stuff. So the book was really validated by women. Mm -hmm. And uh, what happened was when I wrote the manuscript for the stage performance, my agent read it was like, Brian, this is too dope. Let's take it and make the, the stage performance and the book. Wow. And so we translated the manuscript into a book. And now we have a stage show that goes with it. And we also have the book as well. Wow. Okay. See, I didn't even know. So I didn't know it was a play. Yeah, well, not a play. It, it's it, a movie. it fuses live performing arts with DJs and me. Uh, so it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real ill combination. We did about five or six sold out shows here in Maryland when a book dropped. And uh, we're thinking about relaunching this year. But we got to see what, what happens with COVID. Absolutely. So, I mean, is there is there anywhere, anywhere that the viewers could watch that? Is there, is there anything like online for it or? We don't have full, we don't have the full performances online, but we do have some clips. As a matter of fact, I may re-upload some tonight just yeah. so you can see it, but it's a beautiful show. The women appreciate it. Um, women will cry, they'll laugh, they're, they're high-fiving their homegirls. It's a really fun evening. And again, you also can leave with that book as well. Word, dope, dope. And book number two? Book number two is called Get Ignited. And what That's happened, Raison, is probably over about eight years of me speaking professionally, every time I jumped off stage, uh, a young bull like yourself or, or somebody else would run up on me and say, well, Mr. Heat, how do I do this? Mm -hmm. How do I do that? And if I do this, how do I do that? And I started finding myself answering the same questions over and over again. Yeah. And I said, wow, 
this must be information they need. It's going to help them get to the next level. Let me put together a blueprint to get ignited, to take your dream from who you are and self-identity and who what your gifts and your talents you possess, and then how to structure it, galvanize yourself with a pushback, and then kind of blasting through with goals yeah. and chasing your vision, surrounding yourself with the right team. I put it all in the book, and it did so well. It was the number one a hot new release on Amazon. Okay, and that's still for release on Amazon. And Beautiful Power is also for release on Amazon or just on your website? Both books on Amazon currently. Yep. All right, all right. We'll make sure we add the links to those on, on, this, on this interview, for sure, for sure. Um, that's, that's dope. So it actually leads me right where I wanted to go. Get Ignited gets me to exactly where I want to be in the interview, which is Brian Heath, national, international motivational speaker. Where does this guy come from? So, you know, I'm, I'm a product of hip-hop. Word. And to me, in hip-hop and entertainment, it was always about finding the best of who you are and turning it up. So Brian Heat is me turning up who I am naturally. Mm. Um, I realize in hip-hop, you know, you always have a stage name. And so it, if I told you all the stage names I came up with before Brian Heat, you, you laugh, bro. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of different monikers we tried to create until we found Brian Heat. And to me, when I found it, it was like divine because it really matched my speaking style, my intensity. But I really want to give my special shout out to a school uh, called University of Akron. Mm. Uh, every year, uh, they do a black male summit and it's been taking place since about 2010, 2011. And in 2011, uh, when I first started speaking, I got a chance through the Akron Hip Hop uh, Consortium. They were able to refer me to be a keynote speaker at that year's summit. Mm. And that year I spoke to maybe there was about 15 different colleges in the audience and I burned it down. They loved my energy. And from that particular conference, because all those other schools were there, they all saw me and my name started popping around because they all came to that University of Akron Black Mill Summit. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. University of Akron, go Zips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the Zips. Uh, yeah. Uh, didn't um, Shaka, was Shaka there? Shaka Smart came from Akron, right? He sounds he, like the name sounds familiar. Because he went from Shaka went, was at Akron and then he went to University of Texas. Now he's, he's still in Texas. So, I think yeah. so. Okay, Shaka that Smart. sounds like that's, that's the move, right? Word, word. Okay. So, how much of Brian Heat is, and I don't even know your government name. What is your government name? Brian Hamlin. Hamlin. Okay. Yeah. So how yeah. much of Brian Heat is Brian is, is, is Brian Hamlin and how much of it is about 95%. Okay. All right. So Raison, what... I had an idea, Raison, that a lot of times people have two personalities. Uh-huh. They have their nine to five and then they have their after five. Yes. A lot of times that person is not the same person. So it's 50% effort in the morning. 50% effort in the evening. Mm. I wanted to have a focus that represented 100% of me. Yeah. So think about it. I have a mentoring program at Prince George's where I impact, inspire, equip, and educate men of color in college. Mm -hmm. That's my nine to five, right? Mm -hmm. I built that program from the ground up. 10 years in a running, 1,500 guys in that program. When I'm done at work, I don't switch gears to become a plumber. I don't mm. switch gears and become a fitness instructor. I switch gears and go right into motivational speaking, writing books, entertainment. And it's the same thing I'm doing during the day, but it's structured differently. So I mm. get to give 100% of me 
to everything I'm doing because I aligned everything I, does that make sense? I'm yes. aligned. Yes. So when you ask me how much of Brian Heat is Brian Hamlin, 95% minimum. Love that. I love that. I love that. So, so I, I want to touch on your, uh, your website because yeah. I, this is something I got to say, like when I, and I told you this when, when we met in uh, Columbia, when I was trying to develop my motivational speaking website, the Real Talk of Rajan website, I was like, I don't know where to start. And I remember I had just seen you at the, uh, the Men of Color Summit in Greenville, South Carolina. And right. I was like, this dude's dope. Maybe he has something I can, I can give myself a starting point from. And I went to your website and I literally looked at your website and I was like, oh, he has this. I need to have my version of that. He has this. I need to have my version of that. It was such a great um, thing. So anybody who, who hasn't had an opportunity to do this, go to www.brianheat.com. Check out his website. It's phenomenal. It has music. It has his books. It has his speeches. Um, his, his, even, even down to your media kit is just so, so great. Who, who did that? Like, was that all you or did you have, like, did your team work on that? So let's, let's put it out there. As an entrepreneur, um, when you're first getting started, it, you have all the hats. You're the graphic designer. You're the talent. You're yep. the manager. You're the booking agent, right? So literally, that website is 10 years of versions being updated. Mm. The first website I did, I did by myself. I got it on GoDaddy, one of those websites tonight, so on GoDaddy. Um, and over, over the years, as I began to make more money, I was able to invest yes. in other people to come on board, like independent contractors. But I will say the magic of my visual branding is really due to my buddy, Derek Herring. Mm. Um, he has a company called The Design Cafe. And one thing I tell entrepreneurs, once you find people that do, that do good work, Make them a part of the family. Keep returning back to that business. I've been working with Derek for at least seven to eight years. So he does my, my flyers, my branding, my website. He does my digital flyers. You've seen my branding. Yes. All of my branding looks the same. It, yes. it matches. It lines up. Very high quality. Very, I, I call it a sexy polish. Mm -hmm. But the reason why it all looks like that is because I have the same designer who knows what I want to do. Yeah. And he has all my creative assets. So when I go to him, he knows how to hook it up. If I want to push the boundaries, we know how to do that. But again, my guy, Derek Herring, does my website and all of my digital marketing. Nice, nice. Now, who does the music when you do your live, your live shows? I call them live shows because, like, it's, it's people think on motivational speeches, like, you know, they think about, you know, like the TED Talks. You know, so like, right. like, like yours is more of an experience than it right. is a, a, a stand and listen. Um, right. How, how did you come up with that, the vision for, for that? And, and like, who does the music? I want to know who does the music because they have, if they have an album of beats, I need to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll say this. Again, going back to hip hop, coming up in hip hop in the 80s, you had a lot of fusion. You had uh, graffiti, you had dancers, you had visual projection, you had... Uh, the MC, you had all these different elements in hip hop. Hip hop is not just, oh, rapper, DJ. Right. It's a lot of different elements. And since I grew up in that element, I knew that my energy was too big to be behind a podium mm -hmm. trying to deliver a message. I knew that I, as a teacher, they would laugh at me because I would, I would teach with my hands. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, so, <laughs> yeah. So again, I wanted my stage experience to be an experience. 
Yeah. So I began to put like projection visuals up. And a lot of times, to be honest with you, uh, Raison, I like to use uh, cinematic orchestra music. Mm. Like I like albums like Inception, mm-hmm. albums like Tron Legacy. Mm-hmm. These are like these big sounds. And I'll and I tell you a, a secret. When I first got started, and my name was kind of just getting out there, normal conferences, when it's time for the next opportunity, the big crowd will just kind of gather themselves in the main conference space and they'll wait for the speaker. Mm-hmm. Now, when you come to see me, I would tell the volunteers, make the crowd line up outside and they would hear this music in the background mm-hmm. of where they're about to go. When they walk into that conference room, the lights are dark, this Brian Heat visuals coming off, this music's coming and they're already like this. Oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> what is yep. this? Yep. And again, when you're able to capture them from a multi-sensory standpoint, now you got them when it comes from the speaking. Mm. But um, I'll be on the beat side. I have guys, um, old students of mine, that now are producers and they make beats. Ah. Uh, even my son started to make some beats, and I'll use some of his stuff. So shout out to Quest. I'm to find production wherever I, I can get it. Yeah, shout out to Quest. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So yes, I do. I follow. So if y'all don't know, I follow Brian. I've I've followed Brian for a while, man. He's just. He's such a great guy. Like, like, and, and I, I want to, I, I want to get into some more stuff as well. But I, again, just the the person that you see right here is like the person that you are, which is dope. Um, yeah. I, I feel like I, I feel like there's a lot of a, a lot of parallels between our, our 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 stories, which is really really interesting. Even from the from the standpoint of like you run a mentoring organization, I run a mentoring organization. Yeah. Uh, you you in the public speaking, and like, I, I just there's so much it's so much to it. Um, that that I, I really really enjoy. Um, let's let's talk about what's going on in the world, um, right. because I I think we'd be remiss. You know, tomorrow is you know, in, in especially in my town of you know where I'm from, Charleston, South Carolina. You know, it's the fifth year anniversary of the Manual Nine shooting. Uh, we had um you know uh, George Floyd. Uh, we had Ahmaud Arbery. We had Breonna Taylor. We're talking about um, police injustice and all these things. What are your thoughts about the current climate surrounding uh, police ju- injustice, police uh, brutality in our country and uh, on the on the uh, protests? So first of all, man, um, my prayers go out uh, to the Arbery family, uh, Breonna Taylor family, George Floyd, uh, Rashard Brooks, yeah. uh, who just, yeah. uh, just got killed in Atlanta. And I don't know the name of the two young brothers they found in, uh, in Florida, the lynchings. Ah, you know, yeah. the two lynchings. Yeah. I don't know their names just yet, but to that family. Uh, to be honest with you, what you're experiencing, what we are all experiencing is uh, 400 years worth of karma. Mm. Right, that I do believe I'm a spiritual man, raised on what I know about you, you're spiritual as well. Absolutely. The universe has to balance itself. You can't have a group of people that were forcibly brought to this country and then oppressed for 400 plus years at every level of existence. And you have to realize that from a universe, I'm sorry, for a spiritual standpoint, the universe is not going to allow that for so long. So I call that that karma. Mm-hmm. That it has to come back. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and something happened. You know, the, the big question is, why George Floyd? Right? Mm-hmm. There's been other killings. There's been other shootings. The Mike Browns. There's been the, the, the Philando Castiles. It's been the, the, the Jonathan Crawfords. Yep. None of those were able to spark the international. Right. The international base. Right? right. But this is what happened. I think it was a perfect storm of the COVID-19 quarantine. Mm. 
So you put people of all races all around the world and you put them isolated in their homes for two months. That isolation begins to break you down. Yeah. I don't care how strong you are. You, it, it begins to work on you. Yeah. So it begins to work on your mental. You know, some of us may have had financial challenges, right? I don't, you know, whatever your household looks like. So yep. now, again, that's all working on you. Two months into that process, you may know people that caught COVID-19. You're dealing mostly with that. You may have had COVID-19. You're dealing with that. Yep. And in the midst of that, on this certain day, you see a black man on his stomach, hands handcuffed behind his back, yeah. pleading for his life for not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine minutes. And everybody around the world watched it at the same time. Mm. And what you saw was, you literally saw a life leave a body in nine minutes. Yeah, yeah. No threat, he, had no, he posed no aggression. And I think when you mix all that together, that gave the, Worldwide, we're tired of it. Yeah. We're tired. We're done. And again, going back to that 400 years of karma, all it takes is that cliche, that straw that broke the camel's back. And what we're experiencing is that straw broke. Yeah. And now the entire world is completely frustrated. And I feel the pain, man. I'm, I'm here for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, I, and again, I just want to take, again, like he said, the families. Like, we don't know, you know, y'all's pain at all, but it's been a long time coming. There's a lot of stuff that's happening that needed, that needs to happen. And I honestly, I honestly believe that change is, change is coming. I believe that, that change is definitely coming. What are your thoughts about the changes that we see happening, you know, around the world I'll right now? I've talked to a bunch of people, Raison, and I'll start with this. There was a clip uh, where Steven Jackson had uh, George Floyd's daughter on his shoulders mm -hmm. and they were spinning around and she made what I consider one of those Disney world comments. Mm -hmm. And she, she said, my daddy changed the world. My daddy changed the world. Now that thing, hey, hey, Raison, that hit me. Yeah. Because where I knew that was true, she had to lose him for it to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> and as a father, of a child who is relatively the same age as she is. Mm -hmm. Knowing that I could change the world, but I would have to sacrifice my life and my son would have to lose me, I gladly would do it to change the world, but the, 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 the pain I know my son would then have to endure. So let's start there. Yeah. I really believe that we are experiencing what I consider unprecedented times. Mm. For black people and people of color, I never, I asked my father this raise on three weeks ago. I said, what's gonna have real impact, dad, in terms of race relations, just some equality for black people, the whole shebang. Police brutality, he says, son, white hearts softening. Mm. Oh, and raise on, I got pissed, bro, I can't lie to you. I got off the phone and was like, white heart softening? I don't have the time to wait for that. I'm not, I'm not waiting for somebody just randomly one day to say, oh, oh, you know what? Those black people are okay. Let's, mm. let's be there for them. Yeah. No, 
Because this is what happened. That whole sequence, COVID-19, isolation, finances, sickness, mental health. Then you watch a George Floyd. The George Floyd incident caused that white heart to soften. Mm. It was the perfect storm to get our allies, our non-Black supporters, everyone saying the same thing. What makes this movement different is the amount of non-Black supporters. Yeah. There's always been a diverse support base and, and since going back to the 60s, yeah. but never like this. Even today, I don't know if you're aware of this today, I'm pretty sure you are, even though it got some criticism, uh, Donald Trump signed an executive order today initiating some conversations about police, police reform. reform. Yeah. The Republicans were never about that, mm -hmm. right? So right. even if it's not the best move, because everybody on CNN was killing it, they said it, it didn't tell the police what to do. What it more said is, for those agencies that do these things, we're going to give you more money. Yeah. We're going to give you grants. We're going to give you... So he's not punishing the ones who don't do it. Right. He's rewarding the ones that do. do. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of people were criticizing that. But if you look at, I posted something on my on my Instagram about this. If you were to look on my, my page or Google it, there has been sweeping police reform happening all over the world in a very short period of time. Yes. So to answer your question, uh, long story made short, I do believe there's change. There's going to be more changes, but you can't fix 400 years in two or three weeks. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. I think, I think that's a great place to leave it right there. Thank you so much for that, man. That's, that's an amazing statement. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up because I know your time is valuable and I really appreciate you doing this interview. Hopefully you'll come back into another one, you know, in the future. Okay, um, can I add this rate, raise on? Oh, absolutely. I really, I really want people to understand. It is, it is difficult as anyone uh, to live uh, as an adult. Right. I don't care what your, your, your background is. Yeah. You have to pay bills. You have a family. You have professional responsibilities. But as a black person um, that lives in, the, in these United States, it's gotten to a point where killing, there, there was something I posted, and this is what it said. It was, a, it was somebody's sign from their protest. Mm -hmm. it, said, it said, racism and racial inequality is so American, when you protest against it, it's like you're protesting against America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raise on, let's say it one more time. Racial inequality and racism is so ingrained in America mm -hmm. that protesting and advocating against it is actually looked at as anti-American. Yeah. So as a black person that walks around and lives a life daily, you kind of feel like a target on your back, even in the midst of paying your bills, going to work, providing for your family. And what starts to happen is black people have developed a level of PTSD. Mm. Black people have developed a level of emotional numbness to protect their inner heart mm -hmm. from, the, from the death they see so routinely. Yes. Like, guys, listen, George Floyd got killed three weeks ago. Breonna Taylor, that case is still open. Uh, uh, um, 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 Rashard Brooks just got killed. Right. You have, but listen, we still have two guys that got lynched in Florida, not but like 10 days ago. Yeah, and then two in, uh, in California, like this week, like two, two three days ago, yeah. So, so my point becomes is, and my message to my people are, 
we have to figure out a way to run this marathon without killing ourselves in the process. Mm. Meaning the content can be very emotionally heavy to watch CNN over and over again. Yeah. And you're watching this imagery. You're watching funerals. You're watching Al Sharpton deliver eulogies every single day. You're watching families cry out about justice. You go to social media, it's the same thing. You have to find a way to center yourself, mind, body, and spirit, stay in prayer, make sure you're, you're, you're getting out, exercising, Stay aware of the information, finding a way that you can advocate for change in a capacity that makes sense for you, mm -hmm. but do it in a way that you can, we need you for the marathon. Yeah. We don't need you to burn out. So be careful with the content. And this is the big thing I tell black people, which you're also going to start seeing right now are our allies coming to us, asking us a bunch of questions. Yeah. So our white friends and our non-black friends, Hey, race on. What about this? Hey, Listen, it is not our job to be their encyclopedia. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Again, we have to protect our energy. You don't want to give too much of yourself. This is going to take a while to do, my family. Yeah. Let's pace ourselves. Let's keep ourselves filled up. And let's, let's engage this conversation in whatever way best fits who we are uh, in terms of our gifts and talents. Absolutely, man. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm going to wrap because I don't want this thing to end. I know uh, Zoom has uh, timing on stuff before, you know, and I don't want to cut us off in the middle of the interview. But um, any parting thoughts before we, before we close? First of all, where can they find you? And so, parting thoughts. Social media, uh, Brian Heat at Instagram. Uh, got some great content over there. Have a good time with my, my folks over there. Um, also, it's Brian Heat at Facebook. And then it's Be Heat Rockstar at Twitter. At Be Heat Rockstar at Twitter. But most of my time I spend on IG. And again, good content. Um, I don't believe in followers, so I have nothing but leaders on my page. Yep. So come holler at me, man. Again, Brian Heat, uh, Facebook, Brian Heat, Instagram, at B Heat Rockstar on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you again, man. I, I, I consider it an honor. You're definitely, like, I, like I've told you multiple times, both in typing and in person, I'm, I'm such a fan of yours. Um, that I, I think you belong up there with the names like the Les Browns, like the Eric Thomases. I, I consider you on that level. So I definitely count it an honor and a privilege to be able to interview you. Um, and again, I hope that you come back in the future because I know you have so much more to say. Um, so thank you so much. And I'm gonna go ahead and close. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you everybody for watching this week. Reminder that the Local Celebrity Spotlight shines every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. where I interview my local celebrities and unsung heroes. Tomorrow night, I'm actually going to be doing another interview with a good homeboy of mine, Mr. Taj Reek uh, Spellbound. We actually went to middle and high school together, so this should be really, really fun. Join us as we discuss the things that he has going on. He says he's a poet, a writer, and a thinker. I have no idea what that means, but that should be fun. Listen to all my shows in addition to, oh, sorry, if you are doing something in the community that you would like the light shine on, please reach out to me on my website. That's www.realtalkforjean.com so we can discuss getting you on the show. This and all of my shows in addition to the Car Chronicle series is now available for your listening pleasure via Apple, Google, Spotify, and any place you can find podcasts. You can also find it on my website. That's www.realtalkforjean.com. If you'd like to be made aware of when I go live, because sometimes it is unscheduled, please be sure to click the follow or subscribe tab and turn on the notifications so that you will know when something new is posted to the page. In the meantime, please follow me on social media to stay up to date on what's happening with Real Talk with Rajan. 
Go anywhere, type in Real Talk with Rajon, and I will pop up. But I'm going to make one special request. Please follow me on YouTube. I need way more YouTube followers. Feel free to leave comments, questions, whatever else you'd like to say in the comment section or the message section. I love reading your messages and getting your feedback, even if it's negative. I would also appreciate it if you could leave a five-star rating on the podcast or a review on my Facebook or YouTube channel. I am currently accepting invitations for speaking engagements and event hosting opportunities. If you'd like for me to speak at a hoster event, please request me via my website. That's www.realtalkrajon.com. In closing, always remember, God is everything without you. Everything without him, we have nothing to never forget where your help comes from. And if a man doesn't stand for something, he's bound to fall for anything. Now that is real talk. Thank you to Brian Heath. Thank you to everybody for watching. And I will see y'all tomorrow night. Peace.